Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. <clears throat> Listen up, Auto Thoughts and Decepticlowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts. A non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. And I'm your other host, Audrey. And today, uh, well, we have some episodes to talk about today. We are delving deeper into the Unicron battles and we're meeting all sorts of funny new guys. Uh... There, it's it's a kind of uh, meet the new boss, same as the old boss situation here. Yeah, Optimus Prime, who's acting very normal, and he does he doesn't look different at all. He's not basically a feral chimp with a machete. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they definitely know. They definitely can recognize their leader as a sentient person. To be fair, the Autobots cotton on pretty quick. The Decepticons, yeah, they do take a little bit less more time. Oh boy, we should just uh, get into it. Uh, yeah. We're covering what forty two and forty three. Mm-hmm. First one in no forty three and forty four. Sorry, yeah, the first one up is in the dub called Puppet. In the sub, it is impersonating monster. Tomato, tomato. Really, when you think about it, I mean, it's it's just much more literal in the sub. Yeah. So we we kind of start off here with a, with a quick recap about you know. The return of Optimus Christ and all that sort of thing, uh, just just to get everyone caught up about this whole situation. My favorite part of this is that, and I will talk about this part more in detail. But we get a, a quick recap, and then it goes to like the Decepticons. Once we get into it, and Megatron has a line that's like, "So he's still alive," and I'm like, "Well." <laughs> he's not really still alive. This has not been uninterrupted living, I would say. Yeah, it is more that he lives again. He is, as we've discussed, risen. Yeah, no, he, he is back to life, Megatron. There, There is a distinct difference. But yeah, Megatron is just pleased as punch. The Optimus Prime is back. He's just sitting there. He's he's sitting, uh, I think he's on the deck of the Hydra Cannon here. He's just sort of laughing to himself, and he seems just absolutely like he he he's having a great time when cyclonus and demolisher are standing behind him and just and just kind of like glancing at each other it's like uh why is he so happy about this exactly well he's like fantastic finally because no one gets to kill optimus but me so finally i get to do this and i will experience closure okay buddy He's like, yeah, no, the first one didn't count. You don't get to sacrifice yourself, Optimus. Only I get to kill you with my own bare hands. And, uh, yeah, D- and Demolisher and Cyclonus are just utterly baffled by this. There's like, I had... Actually, yeah, Demolisher asks why he's so pleased, and Cyclonus just goes, who cares? As long as he's not yelling at us, I don't really... I, it doesn't really matter to me. Sandstorm MVP, Sandstorm GOAT. <laughs> Not not usually things you would ever say about about our boy Cyclonus here. Um, so no, this is what I am saying about Sandstorm literally all the time. He's <laughs> going to become the only character I actually care about <laughs> by the end. Justice, justice for Sandstorm. He needs it. He he's really the waspinator of this show. Just nothing but L's all the time. He's gotta get. He's gotta get a dub at some point. Oh, you're right. Oh, that's 
Oh, bud. Oh, bud. He's a little bit less pathetic than Waspinator, I feel. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just remembered a series of episodes where within two minutes of the screen, he was face down in a dirt <laughs> helicopter mode. That happens a it's lot. It's pretty pathetic. Yeah. It's, he's, I'm not saying he's... he's I'm not saying he's not pathetic. He's just less pathetic than Waspinator, which is yeah a generous it's true bar. he's he's more unhinged than yes. waspinator is i think they're like equally pathetic but like <laughs> sandstorm simply isn't aware yeah, of it he's, he's a little bit harder to be sympathetic for because he's just <laughs> so fucking batshit waspinator is well aware of how much his life sucks yes he, he is put upon by the universe so we cut yeah, over the axelon anyway. And everyone is ab- is also hyped for Optimus's return there. Obviously, Hotshot says this is a real miracle. No, that was last week. Hotshot, get it together. This is puppet, not miracle. Get it right. Mostly, I think is... he's just very happy that he doesn't have to be in charge anymore. Yeah, and uh, everyone else is like, yeah, Optimus being lied is own news. Um, can we? Or no, no, sorry, no, no, that's not what it is. So Jim. The most meta-aware cast member looks at Optimus and goes, You're not some kind of fake, are you? (laughs) I watched G1. Two minutes into this episode. I remember, I watched G1, and I also read the synopsis of this episode, and I know I should be on the lookout for some kind of puppet. Uh, In the dub, that is just... Uh, turned into a joke about Fred asking if the kitchen is uh, is finished being remodeled. Or maybe that's next episode, actually. Um, that's right. It is next episode because that's when they're doing some remodeling on certain things. Um, so yeah, they're, they're just hanging out. Uh, they're on the, the bridge or the, like the deck, the space deck of the Axelon. And basically after everyone is welcomed him back, Optimus immediately turns to Hotshot and says, so, uh, brought the kids along, huh? Yeah. Hey, out of curiosity... Why are we doing this outside on the ship? Um, I assume this is, like, right after the battle is done, so everyone's out here anyway? I guess? Um, hey, guess who wasn't out there during the battle, but is there now? The children! I guess, like, they came out, they- They could have just gone inside! It would have taken as much time to get inside, probably less, than for for to take- get the children outside. Yeah, it really would have. I don't know why they didn't just- Go on to the Why bridge. are they here? Why are all these twelve-year-olds spacewalking? Maybe they wanted Hello? to. Maybe they, maybe they really wanted to, and you know. Oh my god! Hoist, these kids are going to die. Hoist just can't tell them no. They're just too darn cute. Um, I don't know why Hoist is in charge of them all of a sudden. I just, I just believe that to be true. So it's because he babysat them that one episode. Oh, that's right. So. Right, right after asking this, and and uh, Optimus saying, "Well, as long as nothing goes wrong and they stay out of the the sort of danger zone, things will be just fine." And then a big, scary black hole shows up. Yeah, we get a really. I don't know how they got away with animating this <laughs> shot. Do you know the shot I'm talking about? You know the shot I'm talking is about. Is it the one where Carlos is getting sucked into the vortex? No, it's 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 slightly after that with all the microns circling the axelon. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, the axelon's design. Uh, okay, let's. Yeah, I know, but the microns made it worse. So, <laughs> um, we have discussed how so the yes. axelon is a big spacefaring dick and balls. 
Yeah, and it, unfortunately, all the microns cir- circling it look like cum. Mm-hmm. They, they just look like sperm, literally swimming into, like, into the ovum that is and this black the ne- hole. And in the like, next episode, they shoot into the hole. Yeah, it's it's like what is ha- what is going on in these two episodes? I'm I'm really I'm really okay, but regardless, black hole opens up. Yes, Carlos immediately gets sucked into the black hole. Yeah, I mean he. Don't worry, he's yeah. fine. He's fine, but he's dead. So a um, chain, silver bolt. Yeah, so a chain of things happen. Blur grabs him for sort of yeets him back towards the the deck, then. I believe Red Alert starts getting sucked in. Then Hotshot grabs him. But then he also, like, both of them get sucked in. And Optimus has to, like, physically drag Sideswipe into the ship to stop him from going after them. Yeah. He says, Sideswipe, no, you're too new of a figure to have a recolor. Quit it. And he's... And he's right. <laughs> no one would. I say no one would want to buy that piece of shit toy anyway. But they've made so many retools of that fucking thing over the course of the Unicron trilogy. They were released like listen. five times. Yeah, listen, people, kids will always buy toys no matter how shit they look. <laughs> um, yeah. So before before Hot Rod and Ratchet get fully sucked into the vortex that is when the like microns start getting real oh no it's before the black hole opens up yeah because they spot it yeah it's before and... where they're where they're they're like get really excited and again they just look like individual sperm mm. circling around it's just a whole mess of them circling in this phallic thing anyway um right micron uh sorry yeah uh Hot Rod and uh Ratchet get sucked into the black hole and I love Interstellar. Yeah, they get interstellar, interstellar a little bit. So every like the they even found a habitable planet. <laughs> habitable might be a stretch uh, for them. Well, yeah, I guess, yeah for them. I guess habitable just means can you stand on it? If so, then it's habitable. Um, and if I, I imagine, listen, there are like there's like cyber trees there. So I imagine that there's probably energon. I'm sure they'd be fine. You have to probably dig pretty deep but yeah so we we kind of cut like the the ship gets rocked by these these waves of energy everyone in the bridge gets knocked out we cut to this dead world filled with like skeletal metal trees and we kind of see a black and teal evil optimus prime clone like perched on one of these trees Sort of surveying the landscape as re- as Red Alert and Hotshot uh, wake up. Um, yeah, this is it. Cuts. I can't remember what happens. It does cut briefly back over to everyone back in the. Ship. Oh yeah, uh, Red Alert turns um, on like a like a distress beacon. Yeah, uh, but like first of all, how did they all get inside? Second of all, when it gets back to them, they are just like Grand Theft Auto wasted screen. Yeah, I think so. I think everyone managed to get back into the ship before everything went real tits up. Uh, because you see Optimus dragging Sideswipe into behind the like airlock doors right before the evil space vortex like shocks the ship or whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess that knocked everybody out. <laughs> So, you know, it's going to it's going to be a while and unfortunately for our our two pals here, uh the Decepticons are already here. Um and they apparently got sent here by Thrust who said, "Hey, 
There's gonna be some Autobots on this little planet here. Don't ask me how I know that. I just know it. I'm just I'm listen, I'm just very smart. And you should trust me, because look at me. Look at look at my trustworthy face. That's interesting. It's it's similar there to to that in the sub, but it's kind of almost like the, in the other direction where they all get there and Megatron's like, okay, let's go wait for the Autobots. And Starscream's like, where's Thrust? And Megatron's like, don't worry about it. He's fine. Just... And Starscream's like, I don't trust like that he had, anymore. He had tummy troubles. But and okay. He, he had tummy troubles and he couldn't come. It, and he's being so brave being, about it. Shut up, Starscream. I'm being so brave about it, Megatron. So this is where Hotshot and Riddler are kind of surveying their surroundings. Hotshot notices that the he does the thing from The Last Jedi where the guy licks the ground and says, Salt! Don't put dirt in your mouth, you little freak. What the fuck are you doing? And Red Alert kind of says, yeah, and these all these weird dead tree-looking things, these are like metal cyber structures. Um... So this is maybe a planet similar in composition to Cybertron. Um, so then they kind of the hotshot turns around and sees someone in the woods. I was like, "Oh, hey, is that Optimus Prime?" Hey, hey, Optimus, what's up? What if? What if? Now listen, I know this is Nemesis Prime. Mm-hmm. I got it. But question for you: What if Motormaster was real and wild animal, <laughs> and also my friend, like a feral beast abandoned yeah, somewhere? What if- what if I just kept Motormaster as a pet? <laughs> so, now... Nah. What if I domesticated the Stunticons? Nah, I think that's what that one uh, animated BotCon comic is about. No, that's about them doing a heist. Never mind. Uh, yeah, what if I what if I domesticated the Stunticons? <laughs> seems hard. They're, they're, rowdy, they're sure some fucking rowdy boys on that team. Um, yeah. And then there's one very emo guy, but you know. So let's talk about Nemesis. Uh, no, Dead End. Oh, Dead End. He's an yeah. emo so much as nihilistic. If I remember correctly, his function uh, on his like info sheet in G one was terrorist. So you know. Yeah. No, I mean Dead End. Dead End lives up to his name. Yeah. Like nihilism. I, I would agree that nihilism is more his steez. So let's talk a little bit about Nemesis Prime, who is the sort of the main subject of, of this episode. The concept of what if Optimus but evil is, of course, basically as old as the the Transformers franchise itself. There were a couple of episodes of, like, evil Optimus clones in G1. One of them was built by... How are you going to make him... Now, how are you going to make Optimus evil? What are you going to do? Make him a cop? Oh, wait. (laughs) Hey, at least he fucking turned in his badge and became, like, like an outlaw. That's all right. Uh... (laughs) So sorry, continue. <laughs> um, there was, you know, there was a there's an episode where like Megatron builds like an Optimus Prime clone he controls to try and fool people. There, it's Motormaster. There, yeah. There's the episode. So there's the episode where where like that. There's the Quint- the Quintesson evil Optimus from the third season, and then the the classic one, the sort of classic foil in G one two Optimus is Motormaster, leader of the Stunticons, another truck. Um, and that's kind. I guess that's kind of the source of like the black repainted Optimus. But this, but part Nemesis Prime, as a name, is something that will continue to pop up. And usually, it's it's the same thing. It is like evil clone of Optimus in some way or another. Uh, the 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 kind of archetypal 
version of this is from it's shattered glass for pussies. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a sort of an isolated shattered glass. The archetypal version of this is Scourge from the 2001 Robots in Disguise. Yeah, okay. uh, who, who has this exact same color scheme. Black, teal, and like uh, red and gray. Uh, who was a... And you can find him in a new movie. They, yes. He's going to be in a new movie. Yes, there was a... Yeah, there was like... And he calls himself Nemesis Prime in the fifth movie. There's a Nemesis Prime in Transformers Prime. Uh, technically there's a Nemesis Prime in IDW, but that is like a separate guy entirely. Uh, that whole situation is weird. But this is one yeah. of the most interesting, uh, variations on it because he is, he is technically a separate guy. He's not like a, a drone piloted by something else, like in Prime or, or like an Eldritch sort of entity like in idw instead he's just like a fucked up nightmare gorilla that sideways is kind of piloting around or like puppeting this yeah this entire episode is double face going look i made a cybertronian and unicron being like you fucked up a perfectly good truck is what you did look at it it has anxiety i don't know if nemesis prime is anxious so much it's just really mad all the time that's true i love i do love look at it it has rages yeah i love this episode because like there is absolutely no fucking explanation for this shit other than sideways did it like they just teleport onto this planet and there's an evil optimus prime who immediately just tackles hotshot to the ground and starts beating the shit out of him like he doesn't fuck around. It's uh Listen, Double Face Double Face is good at his job. Sometimes yeah, when he when he's not like actually no, he is very good at his job. I can't think of No, a time. always. Double Face has been like fairly consistently good at his job. Yeah, he he is the master manipulator here. Uh the 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 like they get into a firefight, red alert and hotshot with this fake prime that causes an explosion, which of course draws the the attention of the Decepticons. Um so they get drawn into this chase. Nemesis Prime can, of course, also transform. I have a question. Does he, like... Does Nemesis Prime say words at all in the sub? No, he's just, like, animalistically grunting. There's, there, he's, that, he's that most of the time, but sometimes he, like... He will say, he will say like, I am Nemesis Prime or something. He says transform at some point. Uh, presumably he yeah, only says they... that so he can remember to buy his toy. They essentially gave him the uh, personality of Sub Shockwave. Yes. So, speaking of, Tidal Wave is technically here, attached to Megatron. Um, that is most of his appearances from now on, I think, is as Megatron's fucking super Oh no, owner. I will miss his lively conversation. <laughs> but what about his luscious lips? Don't you remember those? <laughs> I always Galvatron. Um, or sorry, I always have a, I always have an Overlord if I really need those. That's true. So, like, did I ever have I ever told you my Nick Roche Overlord story? No, I don't think you have. I can do it now, or we can save it for after let's, the podcast. Let's save it for after we're done okay. with the episodes here, uh, because okay. honestly, sure. I one thing I really like is like the 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 OST in this episode uh, for like just shots of the planet is honestly kind of spooky. It's very bare. There's nothing around. Uh, the, De- yeah. the Decepticons. Is it desert? The Decepticons get into this like formation, chasing down the Autobots. Um, and at first, 
Megatron, who is who's sort of behind Nemesis Prime, once they they corner the Autobots, here is like, ah, my old foe, Optimus Prime. You look a little different, and Nemesis Prime just sort of whirls around and backhands him in the face. Yeah, so it's a little different in a sub. Like basically, they arrive and Megatron's like. Hell yeah, you're beating their asses. He, like, sees Hot Rod and Ratchet, and he's like, fuck yes, I love this guy. I have no idea who he is, but he's beating their asses. And he's like, I love this, do more of this. And Nemesis Prime looks at him and backs at yep. him there. And Megatron's like, what? No! Oh, shit, I thought you were an ally. Yeah, so, when I, you know, something to point out, when I say that he moves like a gorilla, I mean literally. He is literally like this... a beast. Is that a gorilla? He has a sword! Blam, blam! <laughs> uh, but first, he uses a fucking extendo arm to choke Megatron. Okay, yeah. This was the point where I was like, podcaster who has only seen G Gundam voice. Getting a lot of G Gundam vibes from this. So, he, yeah. Nemesis. This is... Not, not to get too far into this, but also in general, like... If you haven't watched G Gundam, G Gundam's a great companion to, like, this part part of Armada, basically. Um, And, uh, literally, Unicron is the Devil Gundam, and uh, Double Face is Kyoji. And all the things that they do create, like, more terrible Devil Gundams. uh, Infected things that, like, cannot die and constantly regenerate and morph their robot bodies in terrible, horrible ways the way the Devil Gundam does in G Gundam. So it is, like, very interesting parallels for me as someone who is podcasted about both series. So Starscream chops Nemesis Prime's arm off uh, to free Megatron. And then instantly Nemesis Prime turns around and starts beating the shit out of him. And Megatron is like, alright, fuck this shit. I'm tired of this. He pulls out the Requiem Blaster. Um, uh, at this point, Nemesis Prime is like fighting Hotshot and Red Alert. And he's just like, uh, well, it doesn't really matter. Whoever I hit, I win, basically. Uh, and Starscream... Doesn't look too happy about what's about to happen, but it's not like he can do anything because yeah, he pulls he he fires a shot and Nemesis Prime explodes all over the place, and also a gigantic fireball engulfs everyone. I mean, Starscream is still in his like never-ending crisis of conscience, basically. Oh yeah. Uh, since he abandoned it, and like he can't do anything about Nemesis Prime, but he's like, uh, maybe I can like make the Autobots not die. So, doing bad on that front, uh, not only has Nemesis Prime exploded, uh, the Autobots themselves look way worse for where Hotshot cannot walk, uh, due to the combination of, like, Nemesis Prime beating the shit out of of everyone, and also getting hit uh, by a a Requiem Blaster AoE. Also, the Axelon loses Red Alert's signal, so that's, that's not good. Um, and we kind of just see the, the Decepticons, or specifically Demolisher, like, rooting around in the pile of junk that was once Nemesis Prime getting freaked out when he picks up a piece that still wiggles. Like, ugh. Gross. It's the double Gundam. I'm serious. Um, and Megatron's like, ah, well, good thing I have the most powerful gun in the world. All right, time to execute these two guys. And Sark's like, whoa, hey, whoa, hang on. What it, now... Hear me out. You could 
just kill them both right now uh, with basically no consequences. Megan just says, yes, that sounds good. Because we could take them as hostages, though. <laughs> and Megatron says there and thinks about it for a minute. And he's like, eh, but I kind of want to shoot them now. But they might be useful back on Cybertron. Eh, he like, he sort of pulls, points the gun up and down several times. He's like, all right, fine, take them as hostages. Whatever. Doesn't really matter. And Starscream very suddenly goes, just. Yeah, it's like, whew. Ugh, fucking unclenches his butthole and walks over to Hotshot, <laughs> um, who ha- who o- who only has kind words for Starscream as he calls him a filthy deserter. Um, and Starscream just he, he starts saying, "Look, I'm a Decepticon. I I I have I had to be true to my calling. I don't know what you want from me." Yeah, Hot Rod in, in the sub. Hot Rod's like. How dare you betray us and all of this? Like, you're the reason we're in this situation. And Starstream's like, don't blame me for this. This is your fault. This one is on you. I didn't throw you into a weird space hole. Uh, but before they can get on to any constructive conversation, Megatron off screen goes, oh, uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, it's back. Things back, growing out of the ground, made a weird static. Where have we seen that before, I wonder? Um, yeah, it turns into um, mana from the gods, which turns into any robot you want it to be. And then, he pulls out the fucking evil star saber. <laughs> He's like, neat swords, I have one now. Check this out. Um <laughs> Is that a gorilla? That's <laughs> a star saber. Blam blam. Technically, I get like I guess this is the only like kind of appearance of the dark saber in this, but it's not really the dark saber because the dark saber is specifically like evil brainwashed versions of the star saber team that are purple. This is just like weird Unicron sword. Regardless, uh, he yeah, this is just double face having a laugh. Mate. He goes what I can only describe as chimp mode on Megatron here and just starts sort of tearing him apart. He tears off his fusion cannon yeah. and then you see him go for the face. Yeah, this is literally the chimpanzee that ripped that woman's face off. Luckily, Demolisher shoots him in the back to draw the aggro, but he, he encounters a problem, uh, which is that now Nemesis Prime knows he's there. Uh, and he doesn't like that. Oh, Starscream also gets dismantled very quickly after this, so so he's... I mean, mostly he gets a wing cut off, yeah. but to be fair to Starscream, that's pretty uh, devastating to his ability to A, fight, and B, maneuver. Yeah, he, when we see him, uh, when they're being reformatted later, he looks a little bit more fucked up, so I presume he also, like, got kicked or something. Um, but, like... This this ain't this ain't going well. Everybody is fucked up. He cuts Demolisher's missiles off. Uh, he's about to go ape shit on Hotshot. Uh, but then back on the Axelon, the Minicons all fly out to space before they even reach the planet. The Minicons kind of shoot uh, out towards that towards the planet, right? As as Nemesis Prime is about to sort of uh, do some do some delicatessen work on our pals here. 
So, folks, we've had a lot of fun here. We're finally getting to a plot. The series is kind of interesting. But let us not forget that the main goal of any Transformers media is to sell toys. Oh, yes. And if this if this episode doesn't drive that home for you, then nothing else will. When you have a line of toys, you know, specifically all of the guys... You may notice something about all of the characters here collected on this planet... And it's that they were all Wave 1 figures. These are all like the some of the earliest characters. The only Wave 1 characters missing from this particular bunch are Cyclonus and Optimus Prime. Weird. Um, and, you know, when you have all these old toys, and it's getting to the, the kind of late in, in your toy line, right? You've got your big centerpiece. You've got your big Unicron figure. But that's probably fairly expensive to produce. Big toy, lots of engineering. So what do you do to fill out the rest of the toy line? Listen, it's easy. They've already done the... Uh, G1 did this in the 80s. They know how to oh, read yeah. fucking... Before Transformers even existed, when Hasbro was making My Little Pony, they figured out how to recolor shit. Oh, yeah. That was like that. Same old, different colors, baby. Let's go. But in particular, the Unicron trilogy... Uh, loves to do this. It loves to make super modes of the various characters to sell you the same the same toys with different with different colors on them. Usually, some kind of G one referential colors. Uh, so the Minicons shoot a gigantic laser and completely obliterate Nemesis Prime. Uh, all of them kind of all of the the collected Minicon partners of all of the. The guys here are floating in orbs, and they and oh well, I do want to say the last thing that like, um, uh, Nemesis Prime does before being disintegrated while the Microns come here, when he attacks Ironhide, Ironhide has a great line, which is in English, "Oh no!" <laughs> Joseph Joestar type beat. Um, yeah, really. So yeah, he gets obliterated. The minicons entreat them all to cease the fighting, and then all of them are awash in holy light and are born again. Um, in I did pog a little bit at True Body Starscream. Oh yeah, all of them have brand new colors. Uh, so the, yeah, like I said, this is the thing that uh, Unicron Trilogy in particular loves to do. Where towards the end, everyone gets new colors, specifically. In the toy line, it isn't even—it isn't just these guys that got the new colors. Every, basically, almost every character got a a a, a power links uh, recolor, which is what they were called in the toy line, with the exception, uh, the exceptions of Tidal Wave, Sideswipe, Wheeljack, and Scavenger, I think, and Hoist. But that's because all of the a lot of them were like newer figures. Or like, I don't know, I guess they just don't know make a power link scavenger. But everyone else got brand new recolors. And specifically, these five here have a few references. And in the dub, it's very funny. Because what Starscream says upon looking at himself is, he says... I, Does he say he looks like Thundercracker? He literally says, I look like Thundercracker. Fuck me, no! And that is, is that the only reference we get to Thundercracker? Yes, and that is because... this is this, And this is because in Japan... These are these toys were just treated as the super modes of these characters. The 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 super mode Starscream was not a different guy. It was just Starscream, but he has new colors. In America, Thundercracker was treated as his own figure because that is normally how these things work. You have your three seekers. There was also a Skywarp, but he had a different head. So like he he was 
distinguishably different. But because Thundercracker was technically a different guy, they added this line in the dub in to make to sort of put that in as a reference he's still starscream he doesn't suddenly decide to rename himself like a megatron does very shortly um but he does still say he does literally say i look like thundercracker i'm like a little bit going to cry i love the elite trine so much bitch you look like thundercracker (laughs) just like like the acknowledgement that thundercracker exists and that starscream has a relationship with me has me a little bit emotional (laughs) Don't worry, Skywarp is never mentioned in Armada. <laughs> Just he's not. No one, none of the Seekers are ever it's, mentioned anywhere. Actually, it's very funny. Skywarp is one of the characters who perhaps has the least amount of fictional presence as a whole. He's on like one or two panels of the Dreamwave Armada comic, and that's it. Uh, but it's an IDW. Uh, no. No, Armada Skywarp in particular. Oh, Armada, sorry, Armada Skywarp. Skywarp has, of course, tons and tons of G1 Skywarp. I was about to say, like, what are you talking about? G1 Skywarp has loads of appearances, but Armada Skywarp, no, none. Um, And similar to Armada Thundercracker, who is, you know, technically he's on screen right now, but it's still Starship. Anyway, Megatron says, I'm Galvatron now. He does, yeah. And, uh, except not in the du- sub at all. Yeah, so he still calls himself Megatron, uh, Megatron in the sub. Yeah, he's, uh-huh. he's Galvatron in the dub, and this brings me. This I get to talk about so many recurring Transformers things in this episode. Galvatron. All right. So, oftentimes, Who? my friend Galvatron. Oftentimes, when Megatron is in peril or dying, he will be reformatted into a new guy, or in this case get new colors um new guy just dropped and in almost all of those cases that new form is called galvatron now almost every incarnation of galvatron is basically a supermoto megatron not all of them but most of them and in specific in the unicron trilogy once again this will literally happen in every series that is not a spoiler he will always become galvatron every single time he this man is addicted to being galvatron <laughs> did someone get addicted to being galvatron he always goes back to being megatron at the beginning of the next series but then he becomes galvatron again um that's really funny i'm not gonna lie so he's galvatron everyone else has their new colors now there are a few references obviously among these colors we've already discussed thundercracker uh demolo yeah hot Hot Rod is Rodimus. Yes, he gets the Rodimus colors. Uh, Demolisher looks like G1 Ironhide now. Um, I don't know why Red Alert is orange. That's not what G1 Ratchet... Ratchet's orange? He's orange, yeah. He's like silver. Wait, hang on. I'm not gonna... Wait, 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 wait. Is there... Did they make him orange in the dub? He's... One second. No, 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 no. Hang on. One he second. got it. Well, okay. His main, but his like main body is orange. I will, I will get you a picture of the world's most orangest boy here. Look at how orange he is. Just, just, just look at how orange he is. Yeah, I'm putting second. it in Soundwave files. There he is. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look at that. Second. That man's is orange. I'm. I don't know that it's orange in the sub. I don't remember that orange being there. I'll report back to you next time, but I think he's just silver. That's wild, if that's true. 
I think he's just here. One second. I'm going to show you a toy that looks like what he looks like in the sub. Because, yeah, for for everyone listening, Red Alert's New Colors is like he he has gone from the the classic you know white and blue and red ambulance to like a bright orange kind of rescue v what the fuck oh i had this one i think this is like is does he have the blue he does have the blue he has like the blue highlights and whatever but like i would say that orange was not the color oh you mean the blue on his chest or like i don't remember no just like i'm looking at this toy but i mean i'm talking about the blue on his like truck parts uh because I actually had this toy. This was like a Walmart yeah, yeah. The, exclusive. The stuff like like on the stuff attached to his legs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he had that. It was just like, but I would not call this orange. That's wild. Because this, I, re- I remember having this toy. This was like a Walmart exclusive. I don't know if it was an import of a Deca from Japan. But this was uh, sold as Prowl, I believe. Um, when it was like... At th- Did they literally color this entire character? I can't believe that. Maybe I'm. Yeah, you're gonna have Maybe to. I'm you're just... gonna have to rewatch it and report back. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to report back to you on that one. But I do not remember orange being a significant color. Maybe they realize it looks fucking ugly, so they change it. I don't like Power Link's Ratchet at all. Like for Ratchet, yeah. For for Ratchet, for Redal- yeah. I, just, I, I, no he good. just looks very very silver to me. That is just no good. But uh, you know, everyone's getting reformatted. Uh, the Axelon finally arrives, and Optimus is getting ready to gear up. He says, all right, I have a new thing I can use. There's a new toy on shelves, and... Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. <sighs> so... So Optimus, uh, in the sub, he doesn't say anything. He's like, I'm going down to help. Launch me. And he gets launched, and there's him, and his trailer, and this fucking red thing behind yeah. him. <laughs> all right. Now... This object, we we will call it an object, even though it is technically a character. It's a micron. It technically, this it's is a, yeah. It's technically a micron. It's a micron that has no personality ever. It is like a weapons platform. Um, this is a character, and it, it he is treated as such in the comics and in the like toy materials. Um. Do they call? Do they call out the name of this weapons platform in the sub? Oh account? yes, they do. Oh yes, they I do. I believe it might be the same as in the dub. So, what is the name of? Please his, go. What, no, no, please micro- go. Okay. Please, please. Well, his new, his brand new weapons platform uh, is called Overload. It's not Overload. It's funnier than that. Oh. Actually, I mean, I think Overload's funny because it means orgasm. Uh-huh. As, as That's I what I was about. thinking. Right. It's Ultra Magnus. Oh my god. <laughs> it's fucking Ultra Magnus. So... And I'm going to have to listen to him calling Ultra Magnus every single time he power links with this for the rest of the series. So Ultra Magnus, Optimus' most loyal soldier, his brother in so many continuities, his, his best friend... Is just a pair of guns he can wear. He's just arms. He's just arms. He's just arms. That Listen, sucks. I it's 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 just the Ultra Magnus armor. It's not Minimus Ambus. And I, it's just the Ultra Magnus armor. I also love that Overload uh, appears literally out of nowhere in this episode. Hmm. There's no literally out of nowhere. Yeah, literally. So uh, 
again, I, I couldn't tell based on your description, but in the sub, Optimus does not say anything. He just launches with him and his trailer and this red thing behind it. He doesn't name it. He doesn't say anything. He arrives on the ground, and then he says, Ultra Magnus, Power Link. And I was like, Tiffany Pollard voice, Ultra Magnus? Ultra Magnus? Ultra Magnus? Yeah, he sa- he says launch the Overload Weapons Platform, which isn't much more, like... It isn't any any less startling when you say, wait, what? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking about? Now, there is backfilled origin for this fucking thing. This, the, the cum guns, as they are in the dub. Um, so apparently, I don't know where this comes from. I assume it's from some collector's club comic or whatever, where they just, they just went around and fixed, uh, continuity areas for fun. Um, this was created at the same time Optimus was being reborn from the Matrix by the Minicons. The Minicons also made him new guns. That's it. And once again, Overload is his own character in the in like the the Dreamwave comics and then the toy line and other stuff. I also like do want to point out that new Optimus is shaped like a Dorito. Yes, he is. Um. He's a perfect triangle. So he deploys, he combines with his huge fuck-off guns, and uh, he says, Megatron, what's going on? And and Megatron, excuse me, we gotta stop, we gotta gotta start, I gotta start calling him Galvatron from now on, as he's very suddenly decided. He says, it's Galvatron to you. Um, Very cattily. Oh no, that's in in a minute. So he drops down, Galvatron immediately goes into battle mode. And then a gigantic kaiju-sized Nemesis Prime erupts from the ground. Uh, and so this is when he combines with Overload. Hits him with a big blast. And then he turns to uh, Galvatron and says, Hey, Megatron, can you shoot the thing with the Requiem Blaster? And this is when he says, It's Galvatron to you. Um, as if Optimus had literally any way of knowing that. You decided, or cared. You decided that literally ten minutes ago. Actually, less. Listen, you decided it listen, three minutes ago. Just because, just because you don't like a person, doesn't mean you can dead name them. <laughs> I actually go by Galvatron these days. Um, so they kill they kill Nemesis Prime with the combined might of the Requiem Blaster and Nemesis, yeah, and the Cum Cannons. Uh, and after he disintegrates. <laughs> Overload the cum cannons yeah, because <laughs> that's because of the deep lore about the about the euphemisms. Yes. Oh, good. So I'm glad I've contributed <laughs> to this podcast in po- positive ways. And so after they blast him away, what is re- it's very funny because it reveals a hologram of Sideways who all, who basically does the like cartoon thing of like you cover up your junk when you while your clothes get blasted away and then he run and then he. Dis- dissipates he just goes like ah, yeah you hit a whoa. you hit a as he runs away yeah he like disappears into a puff of smoke and and, and i think it's it's uh hotcher goes hey was that that's sideways before they can think too hard about that though and before galvatron can be like all right time to kill the rest of y'all uh the planet starts exploding for some reason I'd... as it is wont to do yeah i guess I don't really know why Nemesis Prime was holding this place together, apparently. Um, so they all get away. Well, specifically, uh, the, the Hydra Cannon begins coming into range. Uh, but the Axelon also comes down, and Galvatron's like, hang on. Now, before we get to the ship, 
I have a funny idea. And my funny idea is this. What if I shot the ship? And so he does. He just go in in one of the biggest like fuck yous imaginable. He just blows up the Axelon's warp drive and then leaves. <laughs> Bye. I'm kind of obsessed with him. Also, I should say that of all three colors, I think his is the best. Oh yeah, he looks fucking he looks, sick. He looks fresh to death. The combination of like gold and like plum. He's like he's like a redder purple now than he used to be. And he's got like this um, he, a lot of his body, his like tank sort of the tank shell is this very like pale gray that goes really well with it's, it. I would say that like the biggest difference and I think it's an interesting choice for Megatron specifically is that like they've really with his recolor here leaned into a warmer color palette. So instead of these cool colors of like the purple and green, it's like gold and burgundy. Yeah. Um, which, like, a like really solidify the like concept of royalty. They look like really royal colors. He's very regal um, looking. Yeah, he's really regal looking, and it's also like I, I don't know. It just like it, it works like really well. They work really well together. I love his new colors. Yeah, I think demolishers look fine. Like. It's whatever the the hot rod looks good. The the demolisher allies look weird. I think I think the 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 color, I think hot shots vehicle mode looks great. The sort of arrangement of the Rodimus colors on his robot mode is a little weird. I don't like the yellow torso that much. Mm, I'm okay with that. He's all right. I've already said that I think Red Alert is ugly as fuck. Uh, Starscream is of course literally just Thundercracker. Um, literally just Thundercracker or true body star scream he's got a he's got a bright red face now which is kind of funny um he looks like he got fucking hit in the face with a tomato so yeah that's where the episode ends the decepticons leave and they have they have crippled the axelon ensuring that they will get to cybertron before them which leads us handily into the next episode which in the dub is uprising in the sub it is return to cybertron much more descriptive uh, i would say yeah, I mean, I think generally speaking, the subtitles are much more literal. <laughs> um, you know, I think the dub titles are constrained by their one word requirements. Yeah, which I do think is I like I, I like them aesthetically, but you know, I would yes. maybe call no, this one agreed. Return or something. Uh, anyway, we open on Galvatron or just Cybertron. Yeah, or Cybertron. Galvatron has gathered the entire Decepticon fleet and is just wrecking shop this sequence fucks so hard where he rolls up he's got the shield in one hand the star saber in the other surrounded on all sides by the decepticon fleet and he just starts doing melee combat on capital ships and winning because it's the star saber the thing about it is he does win he does win a sword fight against a spaceship but then he's like hey thrust toss me the gun i'm gonna shoot these dudes out of the sky I was kind of surprised by the number of troops that were still on Cybertron, given that the leaders of both armies were not there. Yeah, I I, th- I guess it's like, after the Minicons left, they basically entered a state of Cold War, I think, where there are no territorial gains or losses. They're just sitting there looking at each other, basically. Oh, for sure. It's just like, it was shocking to me the number of people. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, do you know that episode of Star Trek where they fight a war? Uh, Where they they basically get to a planet that's fighting a civil war, 
but I will say I have never the seen sub- the only Trek I've seen is unfortunately the first two JJ Abrams up uh, movies. Okay, the first one's not yeah, bad. The, first the one's second one's good. miserable. Uh, yeah, no. you should watch Beyond. I've heard really good things about Beyond. I, Beyond rearranged my brain chemistry. I think Into Darkness is very funny. Yeah, well, that's that's a nice way of looking at Into Darkness. It gave us so it gave us episode. Benedict Cumberbatch's bone crunching noises face, which is bumper, very bumper, good. Bumper, bumper. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's anyway. There's an episode of 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 TOS where they go to this planet that's been waging the civil war, but they've decided that the civil war is inefficient. So instead. They leave the war basically into compu- in the hands of computers, and the, every day the computers tell each side what their losses are, and they select the correct number of people and send them basically to gas chambers mm. um, to kill them, well, rather than fighting the war. Um, so that's like kind of what I'm imagining here. Yeah, I wonder if there. Are, I mean, we we hear snippets of like other fronts across the galaxy presumably there are a lot of different small teams like the one the ones optimus and megatron have that are like looking for mini yeah, I mean, or mini cons across devastor the... devastor talked about the three planets where he'd been yeah so I, what i presume happened is that like megatron recalled the decepticon forces to cybertron ads and hey i'm back i've got all the minicon weapons and i'm ready to party um, and he does party. He wipes the floor with this initial, like, Autobot fleet. Just absolutely wrecked My head shop. is on... Ba- <laughs> My horns are on backwards. And Starscream and Thrust are, are watching all of this. And Thrust is at, is positively giddy. He is, he is loving it so much. Uh, and Starscream is, of course, very suspicious of this. Um... And, and, you know... Now, what Starscream doesn't realize is that um, Thrust has been Unicron-pilled. Oh, he is extremely Unicron-pilled. He's like, don't... Look, Starscream, simply sit back and let Galvatron do all the hard work. Which, I have to say, I'm not sure when that happened. Like, I know he's... I know he's been in contact with Double Face, yeah. but I'm not sure when he actually was like, oh, Unicron is real and my lord and savior. I do wish we saw that. I think there could have been space in the Nemesis Prime episode for that. I wish there was like one extra space travel episode where we saw that. Yeah, because suddenly he is like full Unicron minion. He like looks, he like looks very, um, he looks towards the moon of Cybertron. Very importantly, like, oh, don't worry, Starscream. Uh, once my plan comes to fruition, it'll be great. Just trust me. And Starscream's just like, mm. Starscream's like, rivalry o- ended with Megatron. Now Thrust is my new worst enemy. I need to deal, I probably should deal with this freak at some point. So, yeah, we cut over the Axel on. They're like, trying to fix the warp drive they're scrambling this is the word where fred makes a joke about if they can fix the kitchen or not uh which i didn't know this place had a kitchen i guess i guess it makes i guess they had to have food on there somewhere since he, but wait all the food all the food they have is literally just what jim brought yeah i was about to say they wouldn't have built a kitchen because they weren't expecting to bring the kids once again jim goat he is he's the only one who's prepared he also brought the game boy um um, I think you need mean this Nintendo's name yeah, boy. Nintendo, excuse me, this Nintendo's name boy. Uh, and Opti- and on the bridge, all the Autobots are talking strategy. Optimus is like, okay. Actually, Blur says, 
So it is most likely that all of the fighting is going to be centered in Cybertron's northern hemisphere. That's our territory. That's where the invasion is going to be pushing. And Optimus says, great. We're going to go slightly to the right to surprise the, to give them a surprise flanking attack. We don't want to go right into the thick of it. That's a bad idea. We're just going to get blown up. Wait to undermine your underlings. <laughs> it's like, listen, I'm going to, uh, my, my time in the, in the Transformers Afterlife made me a realist. You are all going to get blown up if we go right into the battle. Instead, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna divide and conquer. Um, so they get into they they fix the warp drive. They get into Cybertron's orbit, and instantly the straight action team goes absolutely apeshit. They go crazy. They start running towards the airlock. Yes, yeah, yeah. They're 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 not happy. And Carlos is like, "No, come back!" and Rad's like, no, you gotta let them go. And Carlos is like, fuck you, Rad. <laughs> Rad's like, alright, listen, Carlos, I understand that you're worried about them. This is their war. We gotta let them do what they wanna do. Rad says something here, which I think is responsible for what follows, where Rad says, if I were them, and I, it was possible, I would also be out there fighting. And Carlos is like, if it was possible to be out there fighting, you say. Yep, so then it cuts to Carlos jumping out the airlock in the spacesuit, trying to go grab he's, the straight action team. He's not even attached he's to not anything tethered. this time. He's not tethered. Um, and, and then Rad runs to the bridge and is like, hey, uh, the Minicons are freaking out. They're, they're, they flood the airlock and also Carlos is out there. And I was just sort of like, oh, fuck. Okay. Jetfire, come here. We gotta go. Uh, so as soon as they warped in, they there is a another big space hole behind them, big evil scary space hole. And from it appears Double Face. Oh, this is so good. So yeah, Optimus kind of Double Face. Double Face says, "It's me, boy. The PS Five speaking to you inside <laughs> your brain." He like, yeah. Optimus flies out to say, sort of get between the minicons and the black holes like whoa, whoa, whoa hey guys what is happening and then uh, i believe the the street action team are, are talking about unicron again that's when double phase appears and goes you dumb fucking minicons spoiling all my surprises Ugh, i fucking hate you guys chill assholes your free will is an illusion <laughs> he's like listen <laughs> this this tiny setback doesn't matter you're all doomed all right and then the big giant ghost of sideways fades away again and it's back to dealing with kind the of a bitch move if you think about it oh yeah listen he's not he's not gonna get involved directly when he can just sort of taunt people in his phantasmal form i mean fair uh if i could also taunt people in my phantasmal form i probably exactly. wouldn't get directly involved in any conflicts either so galvatron sees the axelon warp in and all the activity going on up there and goes and says "Ooh, goody Men, let's go. Um, so the uh, everyone everyone comes back into the ship. They sort of reconvene, and the street action team uh, tell they, they they say you know they actually what what happens first is that Rat asks Highware if like the presence he sensed was Unicron, and Highware doesn't answer in the Queen's English. He just beeps and boops, but he, it's definitely Unicron. Um, Oh, he answers in the Queen's English and decides. That's so weird. I wonder if, yeah. So the Autobots all uh, decide they're going to split up. And all the the other ones, RC and, um, oh shit. 
What's the other one? What's uh, Grinder's name into sub? It's something really funny. It's one syllable. Yeah, like so many and many I are. It's not Bolt, but it's something similar to that. It's like, it, it not, it's not just Skate, is it? No, it's not Skate. <laughs> uh, one second. Skate or die, dude. Gonna, this is gonna bother me if I don't. Yeah, Grinder also speaks. Sure Shock does not, for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah, she, RC said, you don't deserve my voice. So, uh, but yeah, the, but they're they're all talking about stuff. Did you find Grindor's Japanese name? Bank, 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 bank. Right, bank. Um, the Autobots all split up into search party pairs to kind of scour the, the, the planet. Well, okay, so, I mean, here's the thing. So, Wheelie and... Um, bank are, are like you know we're gonna go out uh, we're, we're gonna go out and fight and it's sort of the same thing as before where it's rad's like you know if we could f-, rad's basically like you know let them let them go and do what they want and carl is like no it's super dangerous for them what the fuck are you talking about and alexa's like no let them do what they want and listen when carlos is a responsible one you know things are fucked yeah i mean to be fair they're pretty good at this stuff. Yeah, but still. I mean, you gotta trust the Minicon magic. It brought Optimus back to Do life. You? It has I performed guess. literal miracles. Um, That's, yeah, can't argue with the facts, So we, we get a little bit of a, of a montage of all of the Autobots. Except, uh, so it's like Optimus and Jetfire, Blur and Hotshot, and Scavenger and Hoist all go planet side to look for survivors while Sideswipe and Red Alert stay in the ship. Um, and there's just a little montage of everyone looking for survivors and, like, calling out to see if anyone's there. There's nothing but rubble and scrap as far as the eye can see. Cybertron looks fucked up right now. Just, like, war-torn spires and big old sharp towers of molten metal. Doesn't look good. Who knows if if it if this is a recent development due to Galvatron's activities, or if it looked like this for a while. I don't know. Um, regardless, Galvatron finds Optimus and Jetfire, uh, and just starts blasting. He's like, alright, time to go, boys. He also has a bunch of ships with him, too. Uh, so, you know, there's not really a lot they can do. <laughs> they are pinned- everyone is pinned down. And uh, we cut back up to uh, the fucking- dipshit boys thrust in starscream watching from above and thrust is just like isn't this the perfect place to watch the carnage unfold starscream and he answers with even the sound of your voice makes me sick thrust <laughs> i i do i i think it's really like, really funny that thrust is like i get to choose one person to come with me into like Udicron's utopia and I'm going to choose Starscream, who's made his dislike of me very clear. <laughs> I find you utterly repulsive. And Thrust is like, oh, you don't mean that. Literally the two of them are like, you should be addicted to shutting the fuck up. You want to fuck me so bad it makes you look stupid. <laughs> so he's like, Thrust is still going on about how like, you know, let Galvatron hog all the glory he wants. We just need to sit back and wait for our moment. Just trust in the plan, Starscream. And Starscream is increasingly not trusting in the plan. Uh, because S- Starscream's also like, what fucking plan, dude? Yeah, hey, you want to tell <laughs> Gonna me? Gonna clue me in, homie! You want to tell me about your plan, Thrust? I'd like to know what the plan is. It's fine. It's fine. 
So, uh, Optimus is pinned down. He calls for Overload. And Red Alert is, or Sideswipe is like, that's gonna, if we, if we deploy him to your location, that'll leave the Axelon, you know, basically defenseless. And Red Alert just walks in and is like, do it. All yours, bro. Don't, yeah. Don't, uh, so he, you know, we, we get the classic come cannon super mode, just blowing up Decepticon ships all over the place. Mm-hmm. He sends mm-hmm. Jetfire away because he has he has a new toy now. He doesn't need Jetfire anymore, pretty much, um, unless he wants to fly around. So we start blasting. Uh, we cut around. Everyone else is also kicking ass. Uh, Hotshot and Blur fighting a bunch of guys, and Hotshot like does a kung fu move on a dude and says, "Watch all those kung fu movies paid off, huh, Blur?" And he answers oh, with, Christ. "Who says TV rots your brain?" At some point, like. The entire planet starts getting pretty fucked. Oh yeah, it starts getting sucked by the black hole. Uh, not before. Yeah. I did want to mention uh, Hoist literally spearing a whole tank, who's presumably a man. Uh, he spears an entire tank on his huge steam shovel arm, so that dude is dead as shit. Yeah. So at some point, like the the like planet starts getting like just genuinely fucked and. At this point, actually, Megatron makes a pretty compelling um, metaphor for climate denial. Yes, Our- where he's he's watching the entire planet basically like this start to disintegrate before him, and he's like, "No, it's good." Yeah, he's Optimus. Like he, you know, Galvatron goes obviously to swing the star saber. Optimus catches his hand, and is like, "Hey, asshole! How about you look around us? Do you see the big evil space hole?" That is currently trying to eat the planet, and and Galvatron kind of looks up at it, looks around at all the pieces of gigantic rubble flying through the air, and says, "This is probably just a fucking Autobot ploy. You're just trying to trick me. I mean, listen, I'm impressed. Optimus, I'm very impressed with the amount of trouble you're going through to trick me, but I'm not going to fall for it." Optimus is just like you, dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Tina, you ignorant slut. <laughs> Literally, he basically says, like, well, I don't know what it's going to take you to that thick thick skull plate of yours, Megatron. <laughs> Excuse me, Galvatron. Um, and, like... Yeah, really, pretty rude of you. He's The, the, the big evil suckhole destroys Megatron's entire fleet. Excuse me. Galvatron's entire fleet. And he's wow, still, um, you're really struggling with this. It's hard. He literally, it was literally like the last ten minutes of the last episode. He's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Galvatron now." Um, and he's he turns to Optimus, just like, "Yeah, Autobot ploy. Unicron ain't real, bitch." Um, but you know, this shit's still going bad. Um. Thrust is all right. So yeah, so this is where we we cut up, and Thrust is just like cackling like a madman, and like rambling to himself about about Unicron yeah. and Starscream, just watching this like Starscream literally makes the like trails uh, tails gets trolled voice. Yeah, he's like uh, face. He's like, oh, this guy's like nuts, nuts. He's fucking on yeah. one. Starstream's like, Starstream's like, I gotta leave right now yeah, immediately. Like, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have fun up here, Thrust. I'm gonna get as far away from you as physically possible. Um, then back on yeah, mini- back on the yeah the on the battlefield, the Microns have had enough. Minicon time. So they have all collected into a big green orb, uh, floating. In Which front ones of- against bodies? <laughs> yes, 
sort of floating in front of the black hole and they start you know pelting the big hole with big old energy streams and whatnot um and mean meanwhile they like look down at like everyone on the planet and they're like stop fucking fighting they're they're chanting please stop fighting there's a they're like they're basically holding up a big glowing sign that says bigger problems this way and galvatron looks up at that and says nice trick optimus pretty good i like i like the i like this new style for you and i'm just like oh my fucking god yeah so like the microns kind of have this like thing where they're like we will continue to heal you until you stop killing each other yeah it's like which is like a fun idea in concept but if ever anyone has ever played soma kind of horrifying oh yeah it's kind of scary so yeah you can keep fighting if you want Literally nothing will be accomplished. We will continue to heal you and bring you back to life. And, like, the idea of being, like, perpetually kept alive and suffering is just, like, pretty horrific. Yeah, it's pretty so terrifying. I'm not, I'm not sure the Microns thought that went through 100%, but they said, like, literally stop fighting or we're just going to keep doing this over and over again. So they managed to sort of repel the black hole with, you know, inner, Minicon energy um thrust is mad about it and starscream is like still back there and looking confused as fuck like what who the guy he's talking about unicron what is happening here he's doing like the the fucking math lady gif as he watches thrust like mumble to himself about this shit um so yeah and and sideways sideways is the most displeased person here because he like you hear him in voiceover like, I'm going to fucking get all these stupid fucking minicons. I'm tired of them meddling in my master's shit. Tired of this shit. God damn. Um, it's so funny. Thrust is like, I'm smart enough not to... to I, I, I'm just looking at like Twitter today, which had like, how likely are you to fall, like, fall for a cult thing? And Thrust is like, I'm smart enough to never fall for a cult gets immediately Unicron pill. Oh, absolutely. The, he is, like, number one Mark. We've discussed how, how Sideways picked the perfect guy for this shit. Um, so, the Street Action team is back on the axle, and everyone's real happy, but they, they have a sort of ominous message to, uh, to deliver to everyone. It's like, Unicron is evil. Unicron will destroy space. All of it. He'll destroy the universe. Just the whole thing. He's gonna do it unless you stop him. Um, and mean, and the final thing is, we go to Decepticon Command, where Galvatron is like, "This is fucking Unicron bullshit. Pfft, whatever. Optimus can try to trick me all he wants. I'm, just, I'm still gonna get him." And literally everyone is like, "Yeah, maybe we should like." look into that but thrust is like no you're right mega you were right galvatron there is tell no your, such thing as unicron tell your devil if he says he's got beef that <laughs> i'm a vegetarian and i ain't fucking scared of him <laughs> and then thrust is like thinking to himself like this is perfect he's dumb as fuck he doesn't believe anything is going on like no setbacks. It's fine. I can still pull this off, and it will end very well for me, as I've been promised. I've been a good boy, so Unicron will reward me justly. Um, Please, Santa. So that's where we end, with everyone on Cybertron. Unicron is is slowly awakening. 
and shit's not looking great for anyone other than Sideways. He seems to be having an alright time. He's having a laugh, mate. He loves it. He does love it, yeah. So you want to tell your overlord story? Yeah, sure. It's not like a a huge story, but I've met Nick Roche a few times, always at New York Comic Con. It's one of the benefits of living in New York. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a really cool guy. I highly, you know, if you ever have a chance to meet him, I highly recommend it. And uh, he, he takes commissions when he's at cons. And the first time I met him, I was in Starscream cosplay. And I, you know, I really, really wanted to meet him, particularly while I was in cosplay. Um, It was great. So I walked up to him and he was working on a commission at the time. And he was working on an Overlord commission. And he had drawn Overlord's body, but he was like sort of, the face was like blank when Mm -hmm. I got to him. And I made a comment offhand because before I could stop myself, I was like, where are his lips? And Nick looked me straight in the eyes, <laughs> and he said, "I saved them for dessert." <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent! Nick Roche seems like a cool fucking guy. Everyone—he's a really nice guy. I really, I really like Nick Roche. Everyone, go read "Last Stand of the Wreckers" and all of More Than Meets the Eye, but especially the stuff he drew uh, for the early bits. Um, I saved them for dessert. That is never going to leave my head. <laughs> great. I mean, I know he had a lot of fun drawing that Overlord Rampage issue, I bet. We're just, he just fucking everybody up. So, we've got some questions over here on the Discord, which you, of course, can join by clicking the link in our Twitter bio. Um, or in the description of every episode. Or in the description. It's in the description of every single episode. Just that one glowing link right there. Uh, first from Casey Cosmotector, what minor differences allow your allies to shoot the correct doppelganger and not you? Like, it would have to be minor. Obviously, you could ask me and my doppelganger, uh, what's the best route in three houses? And if anyone doesn't say Black Eagles, you shoot that one. Um. (sighs) But I feel like your doppelganger, here's the thing. I feel like a doppelganger would know all the things I like. Yeah, you have to get really granular. You'd have to get like like things that like really no one ever. Ooh. Like that's right? Yeah. Like you you have to really get them get them on like the real niche stuff that only you and maybe like two other people know. Yeah, for so for me um, it would be like asking, ooh, what's your favorite thing you've ever eaten or whatever? And then being like, I just love mac and cheese, which is true. And that is my usual answer to what is your favorite food. But it's not my favorite food I've ever eaten. Crocodile is. Ooh, I do, I do like, crocodile is pretty good. It's just like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it is cliche to say tastes like chicken, but it kind of does. So here's the thing. Crocodile tastes different than alligator does. Oh, see, I got you. Know, that's right. I've had alligator. I've never had crocodile. So I've had alligator, but I've also had crocodile. I've only had crocodile once, and it was when, when I was in Zimbabwe. Um, but alligator is great. It is, like, I love it fried. It is not my favorite thing. Crocodile is unreal. I've never had anything like crocodile. It literally melted in my mouth. I have no idea how they did that. It's fucking delicious. It's so fascinating um, that two things that basically look exactly the same can taste so different yeah i think it's i think it's might be like the difference between like veal and beef yeah right like veal is so much more tender than like most steaks are because it's 
young. Anyway, uh, that that would probably be my thing. Oh, um, what, is, what is my secret doppelganger thing? Ooh, ah, uh, it might it might be food related, but like all of I, I say, I usually leave a lot of my foods. Hmm. Ooh. Maybe the best frozen margarita I've ever had, which is at a place over here called Rio Mambo, where it was like a lot of frozen margaritas you get at restaurants are just sugar. You can't taste anything other than like whatever fucking yes. fruit juice yes. you've dumped into that shit. Their margaritas are so per- they're, they're they're no no like frills or anything. You've got the lime, you've got the 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 triple sec or quantra i don't know what they use and you can actually fucking taste the tequila my guess is it's quantra yes really that good it's you can actually it actually tastes like a margarita and not just like a fucking slushy from from sonic or whatever like you can actually taste the fucking alcohol in it and they were really good um when i went there i drove there so i couldn't have any i only have a sip or two but i'm gonna go back i'm gonna have like three I'm going to regret it, but it's going to be delicious. Anyway, that's my answer, because my, my doppelganger might say some other bullshit, but I know. I know the truth. I know the <laughs> truth. Um, Casarachnia asks, Have you considered if you're the evil twin, Sabrina Spellman? I, I, never, I haven't watched that show. Which Decepticons do you think are the evil twins, and what do you think their good versions are like? Thrust is the evil twin... Uh, he killed his brother. I don't know what happened to that guy, but uh, you will not find his body. Mm. I think Demolisher's the good twin. He's too much of like a, a Yeah, toady. I think Demolisher is the good twin. His brother think... is like actually competent. Yeah. I'm torn on Sandstorm, but I do think Sandstorm's probably the evil twin. His brother is like a college professor or something he just he just enjoys chaos too much to be good yeah he's just a, he's just a sort regardless of, of his competency yeah starscream's hard to say i think he is the good twin starscream's absolutely the good twin no he's not that's not complicated the evil twin is skywarp because he likes kicking people downstairs <laughs> that's, yeah and, and just misusing his outlier ability that's my that's my favorite tf wiki running gag is g1 skywarp loves kicking people downstairs <laughs> Very funny. It's um, an effective uh, it's strategy. Skywarp, you can teleport! He's just going to use it for pranks. Uh, Cass also Still asks... my fi- favorite line from fanfiction. <laughs> Cass also asks, I'm watching a video about the One Piece cookbook, so what would you cook for the Autobots if they showed up in Hungry Hollow Matter avatars? I mean, I feel like, you know, you can't go wrong with something crap like a good stew. I feel like the Autobots would appreciate a good, a good hearty stew. A nice rare steak, because at least I know it has iron in it. It's true. I feel like if you if you if you tended to, if you like made your menu sort of match all of the separate Autobots, I feel like they'd all have slightly different tastes. I feel like Smokescreen slash Hoist definitely enjoys some like home style Southern cooking. He gives me that vibe. Something fried and greasy. I'd probably just make them lockas like I make for all my guests. <laughs> Oh, that, yeah, it's like, just anything that's like nice and pleasing and warm after a long, hard day of, you know, civil warring and all that stuff. Uh, fine, yeah, like, yeah, cooked one, oh, yeah, they, she does specify if you cooked one dish per bot. So I'm gonna go in harder. Uh, making Hotshot Easy Mac because he's an immature little baby. Uh, sides, so he gets to share with Sideswipe. I'm not, listen, 
Listen, I'm not. Ma- I'm not making anything. For I'm gonna make. Life. I'm gonna make Ratchet an acai bowl. Yes. I think he deserves something nice and healthy to start his day. Scavenger gets like a big fat Reuben sandwich or something, or like a like a sandwich with a lot of meat and a big old pint of beer. I feel like he'd he'd appreciate that. He seems like the type. And then Blur, ooh, because obviously Optimus gets the rare steak. He's the big man after all. But Blur, what what does Blur like to eat? What what do edgy loners who like fast food? <laughs> <laughs> just like a burger from McDonald's. I feel like he'd like something. Yeah, just get it out of the way quick. Doesn't have to talk to anybody. I don't want to. I don't want to talk at the dinner table. Um. Robinus Prime asks some interesting questions here. For once and for all, what is the definitive Megatron alt mode? For hard mode, no tank, because it seems so blasé, pedestrian, and boring for the big tyrant. And not a Walter P-38, because general audiences are never going to accept the big bad shrinking down into a low-tech-sized pistol for robots. Counter, that's very funny. Why the fuck do I care about what general audiences think? P-38 reigns supreme. But, uh... If if it can't be funny funny small gun, then um, I don't know. I guess like a mining drill. See, actually, I thought I was thinking about this today, and I think my answer might be Cybertronian. No, that's good, but it might be Cybertronian jet. Now, there's a few oh, things about from this from IDW from a, from a lot of different things. He's that in IDW. Yeah. He's that in Prime. Uh, oh yeah, I love his prime design. Actually, that's his a prime design is great. There, uh, the the Bayverse Megatron was Jets a couple of times. He that dude switches bodies constantly, but Jets he came back to like twice, three times actually. Um, and I think it's because like Megatron doesn't feel the need to disguise. He feels, you know, that that sort of implies that he feels these Earth modes are kind of beneath him. That he is here to conquer, not not understand. And so he keeps this Cybertronian mm. jet form as a way to sort of kind of express that. I believe Energon Megatron is also a jet, if I remember correctly. Or like a spaceship. Hmm. So I that's what I think I think Cybertronian Jet is very fitting for Megatron, despite not you know, he's usually not a fly a flyer guy, but normally these days he just defaults to tank. Uh because that's like the most common Megatron alternate mode, but I think Jet Jet's the good one. Um, since an evil version of our hero dad is in the picture, time for another question about Shattered Glass. Which Shattered Glass character is your favorite? There's so many good Shattered Glass versions. Like I do love Biker Evil Biker Rodimus. I love I mean, like Sicko no. Goldbug. Goldbug's pretty good. Um, not to be cliche, but I do love Shattered Glass Starscream. He's just a kind, sweethearted nerd. Um, yeah. Loyal as well. I think I like Shattered Glass Grimlock because he's a fancy lad. Hey, what? Um, like, basically, any, any, there's so many fun inversions. Shattered Glass Soundwave is also pretty fun, where he's just basically a ninja yeah. turtle. He's just, I love, I, I do love, uh, the entirety of High, of Decepticon High Command and so- Shattered Glass is pretty fun. Yeah, wasn't, isn't Shattered Glass, uh, Megatron, like, wasn't he like a mathematician or something before the war? Yes, yes, he has little tiny glasses. Fucking nerd ass. Get him. Uh, what 
Shattered Glass characters are great only in the context of their OG counterparts. Hmm. Skyfire. What is Shattered Glass Skyfire even like? Skyfire. Shattered Glass Skyfire is obsessed with Starscream. Oh my god. (laughs) And he's like, like, all he wants is to, like, turn Starscream over to the Autobots. And, like specifically targets and attacks him and it's like so funny given his original counterpart uh shattered glass cyclonus is interesting because obviously the original cartoon g1 cyclonus was like basically galvatron's best guy most loyal guy and in shattered glass he is a spy who nearly assassinates megatron um yeah then he gets reformatted into galvatron but like Shatterglass Cyclonus being a sneaky assassin is pretty good. I also, you know, obviously Grimlock is also kind of that. Where instead of big, dumb bruiser guy, it's smart, sophisticated scientist who just also happens to be, like, a giant T-Rex. Um, Rodimus is also kind of that. But, like, yeah. I think I think Skyfire is a good answer to that. And finally... Here's the thing. Like, Skyfire is just a boring character in general. Oh, yeah. And his... And his... The Shattered Glass version is also pretty boring, but in in context of his regular version, it's hilarious. Yes. And finally, Robinus Prime asks, what are your Shattered Glass counterparts? Straight. Yeah. Binary. Straight. Uh, loves. Hmm, big fan of the GoBots. Normie Core. Still watches, watches Doctor Who. Watches The Bachelor. Oh, Lord. Yeah, That's watches scary. The Bachelor. Big into the, um, still watches Doctor Who, or I guess yeah no yeah because man it's been I gave up on that show a long time ago. Does not give a shit about food. Uh, I don't want to meet this person. I want something. Just this eats person. whatever. Finally, Horn My Starscream asks the question that I love. It's catnip to me. Which member of the Armada cast corresponds to which card of the Major Arcana? I love okay making those Major Arcana shit. Okay. So let's see. I'm, I'm 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 thinking back. I'm thinking to what the, each of them mean, right? I mean, obviously, side uh, sideways is sideways the devil or, or is he the tower? I think he's the tower because there's no good that can come from him meddling around. Or is he? Though the... I do, yeah. Um, I th- I don't know. I am torn because the devil does have like that two face. Yeah. Like part of like part of it, and and it has like that bonds thing, like the chains that bind yeah kind of um i think yeah i think it maybe sideways is the devil the i would yeah i would put him as as the devil um so yeah i've got i've got a little, little guy right, let's go in here. order let's yeah, go okay right. the fool beginnings innocence spontaneity a free spirit reversed is no i will not take the free challenge of a five-day terror reading makeover i don't even know what that means um I think the fool is Carlos. Hold, reversed. Holding back recklessness risk-taking. You don't think it's rad? I mean, usually the fool is, to me, is, like, kind of the protagonist, the start of everything. Because rad is the one who started this whole business by touching that thing in a cave. Carlos was also there. Maybe it's them. Maybe it's all three of the kids. I think I, think I would call the magician rad. I think okay. I think what zero, one, and two are three kids, and I think zero is the fool is is Carlos. The magician is Rad, and the high priestess is Alexa. Yes, that that sounds right. Let's see. The Empress 
femininity, beauty, nature, nurturing, abundance. Reverse it as creative block and dependence on others. That's also right. <laughs> Ooh, uh, hmm. And we've also got a few minicons to work with here. Not many. Not many are actually characters, but we've got a couple. This one's tricky. This one... Oh, it's the uh, news reporter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. The emperor, authority, establishment, structure, a father figure, reversed, domination, excessive control, lack of discipline, and flexibility. I think I think this is Optimus. Yes. Optimus is the emperor. The hierophant. The hierophant. Hierophant is scavenger. Spiritual I wisdom. I don't think it's scavenger because uh, hierophant is spiritual wisdom, religious beliefs, conformity, tradition, institutions. Versus personal beliefs, freedom, challenging the status quo. Is this Starscream? Thrust. Thrust. Okay. Thrust is the hero fan. All right. Yeah. The lovers. Um, the lovers are the street action team. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Love, harmony, relationships, values, alignment, choices. The chariot. Control, willpower, success, action, determination. This hot is rod. yeah. This is hot shot. Strength. I think this is. Uh, smokescreen. Strength, courage, persuasion, influence, compassion. Yeah, sure. Let's get that to grab. The Hermit. The Hermit. This is Scavenger. Yes. Soul searching, introspection, being alone, guidance, reversed, isolation, loneliness, withdrawal. Wheel of Fortune. Actually, or the Hermit. No, the Hermit is Rampage. Yeah, the Hermit is Wheeljack. Yes, yes, yes. Wheel of Fortune. Good luck, karma, life cycles, destiny, a turning point. It's Sandstorm! It's Sandstorm! (laughs) Because he spins around a lot. Yeah. Um, Justice. I think this might be blur. Justice, fairness, truth, cause and effect, law, reverse. It is unfairness, lack of accountability, dishonesty. I think it's it's Stepper. Really? Yeah, all right, yeah. The Hanged Man. Starscream, ding, ding, ding. Yes. Pause, yeah, surrender, letting go, new perspectives, reverses, delays, resistance, stalling, indecision. Death. Endings, that change, is... transformation, transition. Unicron. Reversed, resists to change, personal transformation, inner purging. Is this Unicron or is this... Um... I think it's Megatron? It could be Megatron. It could also be uh, the Blaster... Because or hoist, no, not hoist. It's Unicron or Megatron. Uh, I think it might be Megatron. Okay, death is Megatron. Sure. Temperance. This is Ratchet. Yes, the devil. We already said that's sideways. The tower. That's Unicron. This I think. This I think is um, the the Astro Blaster. Yes. Yeah. So, the tower. The star. Hope, faith, purpose, renewal, spirituality, reverse lack of faith, despair, self-trust, disconnection. I think the star might be Ironhide. <laughs> That's really funny. The moon, upright, illusion, fear, anxiety, subconscious, intuition. I have to change this. The moon is fucking, uh, is obviously double face. Yes. So what is, who is the devil? So, no, yeah, who's the devil then? Shadow um, self, attachment, addiction, restriction, sexuality. Reversed is releasing limiting beliefs, exploring dark thoughts, detachment. Hmm. This could be the, is this the star saber? Sure. Why not? Think of the star saber. The moon is double face. The sun. Positivity, fun, warmth, success, vitality. The sun is Jim. 
fight me. <laughs> the sun is Jim. Judgment. I think this is Blur. Didn't we already assign Silverbolt? No, I don't think we did. Yeah, we did. No, we did. Where? Who was he? Was he uh, Justice? Yeah. No, I thought I thought you said that uh, Sideswipe was Justice. Oh, you're right. No. I think Blur might be oh. Judgment. Okay. The world. The world is the Cosmotector. Yes, I think that's true. All right, yeah, there we go. Something We've... that protects. We have made our our Arcana deck of of our Transformers Armada, and that is where we leave you for today. Uh, you can fund us. You can fund us on Kickstarter to get your deck pre-ordered. Oh man, Transformers tarot deck. I'd buy that shit. I love looking at cool tarot deck arts and where people put every character. It's like, ah, damn, that's cool. Anyway, we can find us on Twitter at PrimeCutsPod, where of course you can join our Discord and, and various other things. We post questions every week when we record keep track of everything there and of course we're also in, we are part of the network noisespace.xyz all sorts of various shows can be found there such as wow cool robot pot of greed both of which you have been on in the past but also <laughs> one of which i'm on currently that's true but currently and the past and in the future barring some sort of horrible card game related accident um which are not uncommon in Yu-Gi-Oh. Try not to be sent to dual hell sometime in the next few weeks. You can also listen to Zero uh, to Zero. I'll do my best. Kyle XY, um, which is currently about the worst fan fiction I've ever heard of. Just, just truly a wretched piece of storytelling. Um, and anything else you could put, you could put your ears to. Like, we got Digimon Ghost Gaze. We got, uh, Nana Roy's Nightmare and Error. Just all sorts of stuff you can listen to over on noisespace.xyz. Find me, me, why I'm on Twitter, unfortunately, at Dragon Smoocher. Um, you can find other various things I work on, such as the Shira podcast I did with my friend Jane. That is at Podcast of Power, all about the 2018 Shira show, the good one, not the terrible one from the 80s. Granted, that one's very funny. We just uploaded the first part of our actual play one shot with some fine folks over from the uh the strangers fiction stable of of podcasters uh soon radio free highland will start it is inevitable it will happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at highland radio mm-hmm. you can also find me at disney minus pod talking about the evil corporation's various products fuck those guys i can't talk about what i would like uh to happen to bob chapek without getting immediately arrested by disney commandos so instead i will simply uh wish him to have a nice time borrowing from uh a few family of podcasts that i listen to i'm just gonna parody him yeah just like uh, you know various things to happen to him in minecraft uh, all, all, all sorts yeah. of stuff I'm you know. gonna parody him in Minecraft. It's fine. It's it's. I I I I I hope he has a nice time parody in Minecraft. Nothing actionable there. And that's me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Optimum on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. You can also, as Nero mentioned, listen to the other podcasts I do, Pod of Greedcast. You can find us on Twitter at um, Pod of Greedcast. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yubel is here. They're my friend. They got an extra titty in the dub. That's funny. Um, oh, four kids. The only time they ever put a titty on someone instead of taking them away. It's it's pretty, like, just, like, theoretically funny. Um, and that's basically it for me. 
Uh, so I guess until next time, I am going to try to block out all the phallic imagery I see. Transform and ro- roll out. I will sit down at the fortune teller's booth. Uh, she flips a card up of, of someone that looks exactly like me being torn to shreds by an animalistic, feral, evil clone of Optimus Prime. I ask, is that good? Is this good? And she uh, transforms and rolls out, leaving me with only questions. Till next time. Peach. Peach. Peach.